Hi team, welcome along to the Wine Time Podcast for those who like their news, soft, irreverent and under the influence. Tonight that influence is a 2006 Eagle Hawk Wolf Blast Chardonnay, we've downed a couple of glasses and now it's time for Emily and myself to take you through the week that was in Australian current affairs and what a week it was. It was a big week, Code. One mm. word to sum it up. One word, what would One it be? One word, Rudd. Rudd. He has been up to no good that week, disgraced himself on two television shows. And two networks, nonetheless. Two now, networks, first of all, too. He's only got one to go. Carrie ann was sweeping him off his feet this week. She did, and she doesn't do that often. <laughs> well, you know, she's getting on, Coach. She's, she's swept a few men off their feet She does. Before. She's bathes in formaldehyde, Carrie ann <laughs> Well, she's done a day or two. <laughs> she has. It's true, but it started off with the Sunrise incident. Now, how did that all happen? What happened on Sunrise? Well, the problem with Sunrise was that Kevin Rudd and his mate Joe Hockey, who mm. happens to be on the opposing political team, mm. decided to move Anzac Day and shoot a dawn service on a day that was not actually to the be, day of Anzac. To be played on Anzac Day on Sunrise, so I believe. were we expecting to be fooled as members of the viewing public? Oh, I just wonder what happens on Anzac Day. Could, do Joe and Kevin have to stay at home? They cannot be seen on Anzac Day because, <laughs> because they're allegedly in they're in Turkey. It does seem a bit odd, but I don't know. No, but I'd have to say the Australian Dawn Service, which I have attended on Anzac Day, I thought it was beautiful. And you watch the sunrise and but you're I mean, in your own country. But Koshi and Mel were offering them to have their cake and eat it too. The thing they is could have Co- been at the Gallipoli yeah. service and the Australian service. You can't go past that, although it's two very early starts. Because let me tell you, dawn is early these days. I went in a couple of years ago. I think they've moved it forward a couple of hours. Meanwhile, yes. The thing is, I don't want Koshi and Mel Mm. dictating my political future. They already are. They're cooling the globe. They're not elected. It's in their hands. They're not elected to cool the globe. Koshi and Mel are cooling the globe and they're moving Anzac Day. They're not allowed to move Anzac Day. I have a feeling you'll find next year... Jesus is going to be born a few weeks earlier because it suits Koshy's family and you know vacation. What? It'll fit in with Christmas saving. is going to be a little <laughs> earlier because Koshy decided to go on holidays. However, that wasn't the end of it for Kevin Rudd, was it? This no, week? it wasn't. No. Where did it go to then? Channel Nine, Carrie Ann, Kennelly. That was only this morning. <laughs> you thought there was Dancing with the Stars. Now there's Dancing with Kevin dancing and with Carrie. Kevin. Oh, let me read you a little bit of this article from the Sydney Morning Herald. Kevin Rudd had his Macarena moment, dancing the rumble with Kerry Ann Kennelly on live television this morning. Following in the footsteps of treasurer Peter Costello, who, in 1996, turned heads when he performed the Macarena on Kennelly's midday show, the opposition leader was today looking like an awkward contestant on Dancing with the Stars. Now, Code, I'm a girl who's danced a few Macarenas. <laughs> I know you have. And I'm looking on at... tables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking Uni at the bar. guy in a suit, mm. awkwardly embracing Carrie. Black, you have to I believe the article makes reference to that. In a black business suit, I think. I don't think it's Macarena time for Kevin. No, it disappoints me that a few years ago, when Peter Costello was on the show, he got a snake around his neck. And you think that trumps... Kevin Rudd was not afforded the same courtesy... He wasn't extended the golden python of hospitality but by Carrie Ann. He was granted the golden girl of Australian television oh, in Carrie Ann. Well, she's, you know, bleached. You're talking about her teeth? <laughs> golden, bleached. <laughs> she is golden, body bronze down in North Sydney. She is, but you've got to love Cack, as you call her. Mm, I do love Cack. She sleeps in formaldehyde, that woman. I don't know how she does it. She's 400 in the shade. <laughs> she's still trotting the light fantastic on live television in the morning. No one's watching her. Of course. Really? 
We got more people listening to this than watching Carrie Ann. You hear the studio audience go up into applause when Kevin Rudd danced this morning. It was two people. No. And I think one of them was holding a camera, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. And he dropped it. <laughs> now, but, listen, his career is, you know, potentially going down through. You may describe it as tunnelling. <laughs> speaking of tunnels. Speaking of tunnels. <laughs> speaking of oh, tunnels, the mistress oh, of the segue. But I was still <laughs> talking Kevin Rudd, though. Now that he's disgraced himself on two television networks, I think he's heading over to Channel 10 now. In fact, what Big Brother promises, Big Brother delivers. That's right, team, the new housemate, Kevin Rudd. What do you think? I don't know. It's about time that Gretel Colleen was not the oldest person on Channel 10 by 10 years. I think we should send Kevin Rudd in. With the advertising, they are going with the whole political election element. Exactly. I think think Kevin would be. Big segue for Kevin Rudd. Right in there. I think it's about time Australia saw Kevin Rudd in the shower. (laughs) I think it'd do his votes wonders. That's what's missing. We've already got Peter maybe, Garrett. Maybe that is what's going to happen. Because there's maybe. all these secrets in Big Brother that we don't know about. All right, now we have to... <coughs> We're re- going to put it We out have there. to retread old ground. Do your segue again, because it was a fantastic joke. His career, His career is what? Plummeting. Tunnelling, tunneling, if you will. Tunnelling, which leads us to Two what, Emily? Look, I like to talk about the tunnel issue, because it is, is one in this fair city of ours. Look, Cross City Tunnel, disaster. No one uses the cross. Do you drive? No. No. So I'm not using it. No, Do you I'm not drive? using it. I don't drive either. Thousands of uni students. We've just taken a quick poll in here, and zero percent of Australians use the cross city tunnel. It's true. And now the Lane Cove tunnel's open, right? And Where does the Lane problems? Cove tunnel connect? That one confuses me. It connects to Lane Cove. To what though? It's not a loop. What does it connect Lane Cove to? Doesn't matter. Doesn't the city matter. probably. <laughs> Everything goes to the city. You go into the city these days, there's just a heap of holes. It looks like Swiss cheese. (laughs) Tunnels to every other suburb in Sydney. (laughs) But I'm concerned that people using the Lane Cove Tunnel are also dropping. And I think when the fees increase, because it's been free, when the fee goes up to use the tunnel, I'm worried that no one's going to use that one How much is it going to be? Well, the problem is that we are an above-ground society, aren't we? Well, we are. There has been no nuclear We're not like the Ninja Turtles. No, we've Mm. not needed to go underground, and I don't think we should before it's necessary. But no one's staying down there. And I don't mean to get personal, but your father has a thing about tunnels, doesn't he? He does have a thing about tunnels. My father doesn't enjoy to go under the Sydney Won't actually tunnel. go through a tunnel. No. 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 Because why? He, he's afraid the tunnel will in fact cave in and he will and die. drown. Yeah. Do you think that's a big problem? Do you think that's why people aren't using the tunnels? Well, look, people may, are scared that they're going to drown under dirt. Sydney Harbour. <laughs> well... Or on the way to Lane Cove. Yeah. So I maybe, mean, is it a possibility? So I, I, I'm not an engineer. So maybe it's nothing to do with the fear at all. It's fear. Maybe we've got a... It's, it's fear, fear of the it's underground. outright fear Look, I've seen War of, of the death worlds. in a tunnel. Yeah. War of the Worlds. Because so there. often these days I open the Australian and there it is, front page, smeared across, thousands dead in tunnel accident. Forget well, tighter saying. gun laws. Stop building tunnels. <laughs> it's a problem. I I don't know about that. What do you think about the tunnel that you walk through in Central? You know, when there's buskers in there? At Railway Square? Yeah. The only thing that scares me about that are the buskers. Because more often than not, they're small children. And usually have a, well, fairly emphatic father standing by who looks like 
when the child gets home, he'll be counting the tips, and if it's below quota, the kid's going to go without dessert. That's may, what scares... May find themselves evicted from the house. <laughs> from their house, or working an extra three hours no, no. in the railway square tunnel the next day. I have to say, I enjoy busking. I'm a musician, and I encourage music. What do you do busk? What do you... You've never busked in your life. I've never busked myself. How do you say you enjoy busking for someone who's never busked? I do busked. music, and I encourage busked. busking. Busked. Now, look, I have a problem with the traffic with the busking. Because if you walk past one busker and then it's about two metres and then you come to another one, right? Mm. So what do we do about the, the noise pollution in these tunnels? Are you well talking as about the... busking in the cross-city tunnel? <laughs> I'm talking about busking I don't see that as tunnel. being the biggest problem, to be in honest the with the cross-city tunnel. at Central, yep. there are buskers. There and are. the acoustics are amazing. Yep. But there could be, you know, 15 buskers in quite a short tunnel. Mm. And the problem is that, you know, one busker will take over another one. Mm. It's a sort of like a remixed version of it all really the songs is. that they're doing. It's all been put together. So the acoustics are good in there, aren't they? Mm, apparently. Maybe I could busk down there. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe I could busk in the Cross City Tunnel. Well. Apparently no one's driving through there because everyone's <laughs> scared of fine. dying. So <laughs> I should probably be okay. You would, you would be fine, actually. I just hope that nobody graffitis the inside of the Cross City Tunnel. No, well... Because that would be a problem. Well, Cody, you which are a bit of an artist. Which leads to our next point. You are a bit of an artist, Now, Cody. you heard an interesting story about well, graffiti this week. I'd like to put it in terms that we can all relate to. So, Cody... Please do. Simplify it. Simplify it. Cut out all the names. We don't want to know it. Don't make it know. easy. I'm going to make it about you, okay? Here make it Make it about me. You're an artist. I'm an artist. And you're into street art, right? Mm-hmm. And so you find a, a spot in the Cross City Tunnel yep. that, that you decide to graffiti. Of course. But you don't see it as graffiti. I'm not down it's there for too long in case it caves in. Proceed. In case. But you, you decorate the Cross City Tunnel because you've been approached by your local council beautification Commissioned, committee. if you will. Commissioned. Yeah. To do the artwork. I'll just have another sip of Wolf Blast while you're going. You, you're proud of the artwork, Code, and you've had your grandma in to look at it. And then... Your local MP decides to come into your artwork in the tunnel, risking his life. That would never happen. And really. he paints over. That it. would never happen. He cleans up. That your would artwork never happen. In the mistaken belief that it was graffiti. All right. So this week, exactly that it happened. happened. A it commissioned happened. artwork, graffiti art. It was in the style of yeah. street art. Yeah. Was was it painted over or was it blasted off with one of those I'm high not pressure sure. hoses? Let's Doesn't go with matter. blasted in honor of Wolf Blast here. Wolf with Blast. <laughs> it was blasted away it was blasted by. Off. Well, it was ordered to be blasted away by the MP. The MP and probably didn't blast it. They're not. He's not getting his socks dirty, is it? Well, no. He pushed a bit of paper across the desk and someone blasted it. But yeah, that's exactly it's what happened. It's a personal thing. It's a personal thing, and someone's hard earned work. Has been destroyed. He thought that so it was graffiti. He didn't do? know it was commissioned art. He Members of the parliament need to start contributing to our town's beautification by adding more street art. Yeah, I think he. Do was, it. I think he honestly thought he was contributing to the beautification by removing the street well, art. Well, then to be you begin honest. to wonder, don't you? About how many things we're removing from our society that people have put hard you work. He probably into. had something horrible written about his wife's name. For a good time, call. No, that's terrible. <laughs> but I'm sure there was a re- was it offensive? Have you? You haven't. Seen I haven't it. seen it myself. I don't think it was. Offensive. If it was I commissioned it was artwork, I find it hard taste. to believe that it would have been offensive. Well, look, no one's painted over blue poles. No, have but they? someone didn't. Someone ride their bike over it. Or is that a myth? 
I might have created that. Or the I'd Mona put Lisa. Someone actually not, rode their bike over blue poles. I'm not the biggest fan of the Mona Lisa Co., but oh, I'm not going to go spray paint it in the loop. I know, but I thought I? someone rode their bikes over blue poles, which leads me to my point mm. that some art is not appreciated in its time. No, it's true. So maybe in 400 years, that street art will have women crying in the streets that it was destroyed by an over. Zealous. Zealous. Zealous is the word. Member of Parliament. A member of Parliament. But well-meaning member of Parliament. Well, is that so? Oh, I think so. You don't think they He's knew better? He's Clean Up Australia. And it wasn't Kevin Rudd, was it? He's had a big week. <laughs> he didn't have time to be cleaning up graffiti right. in our proverbial cross-city tunnel. You're probably right. <laughs> well, who'd want to go down there, Emily? <laughs> you might drown. You might drown. You might drown. There's one big issue, though, that we can't miss this week, and I don't... Look... We're not going to laugh. We're not going to be... We're not going to make light of this situation. But if you've been living in a cave, if you've had your head in the sand, there was a massacre at Virginia Tech University. 33 people were killed, including the gunman himself. Um, Copped a lot of flack. The creative writing department at University of New South Wales already gone into damage control because he was a creative writing student. I think every creative writing faculty in every university in probably Western countries has gone into damage control Mm. because it's come out in the paper today that um, there were warning signs prior to the massacre and those warning signs were dark and disturbed writing. Dark and disturbed. Dark and disturbed writing. Now, think back to high school. Think back to the creative writing that you've done at university. A lot of people in those classes dark and disturbed writing. I don't think we can hold the university too responsible. Certainly not. I think it was an indicator of his psychological unrest. Yeah, I've heard a lot of lovely, chippy people coming in with this dark stuff because they think it sounds better. No, it doesn't He was probably just looking for marks. Writing that depresses you does not want to make people read it, does it? All right. I think well, I think we should leave that there. We don't want to get in too deep on that one. But there has been a lot of contro- controversy. I'm going American now. There has been a lot of controversy about the impact that the massacre will have on gun laws. Oh. And there has oh. been... Oh. Yeah. Feeling quite don't strongly about that one. Don't get me started on a Texan. But there's been two very, very opposing schools of thought mm. on that topic. I do One of them says... Tighter gun laws. No guns, no massacre. The other one says, and this one's slightly more controversial, if there were more guns available, then someone could have stopped him. Now, that has been in the paper today. That has been generally, and I know we're generalising, that's been the American response to the massacre. The Australian response has been tighter gun laws. Mm. But it definitely has reinvigorated the debate. But you've got to wonder whether more guns make things safer or just more easy for people like this to to create similar situations emily well i've got a problem with the fact that you can walk into a gun store in virginia where the massacre occurred there's no waiting time on even acquiring a gun you can walk in it's like you know going into mackets you so walk you're in, saying you get tight, your big mac you walk out tighten gun laws no well yes tighter gun laws tighter no gun guns laws. Mean no, no guns that's what, remove the need for gun laws at all. Get rid of the guns. I worry, and this will sound horrible and this will sound pessimistic, I don't think there should be an increase in guns. I don't think there should be an increase in gun ownership. However, I wonder how tight gun laws will change the situation. 
Okay, guns are legal, yes. Mass murder, not legal. Not so much, no. I wonder that if people like this set their mind on doing something, whether they're going to do it anyway. I mean, we know murder, not legal. But if they're given the means to do it, I understand you're that. Them a gun but on a there's always where there's a will, there's a way. And if it's not a gun, well, what else will it be? There's certainly other ways of if inflicting damage. If it's not a damage. gun, it'll be something that doesn't kill 31 people. I could go onto the internet now and Google how to make a bomb. It wasn't that long ago that we had the, the naval bomb in Atlanta at the Olympics. Mm. Caused a lot more damage, and yet guns has been everyone's focus. I wonder whether there's a way of, rather than just pulling back on the guns, of having some regulation, I don't know, maybe some new education system in the schools which teaches more of a behavioural process rather than the actual just ripping the guns and the bullets off the shelves because it seems to me that there is some sort of culture entrenched in the States at the moment which, you know, I, I don't know, mm. it makes this easy and it makes this a viable option. And I don't think it's just the fact that gun ownership is simple. I think there's more to it than that. And it's a political problem as well. It's that the Second Amendment in their constitution is the right to bear arms. Exactly. And it was a country that has had in its history, a, a lot, lot of, of bloodshed. A exactly. At the War of Independence, there was a, the, you had everything at the Alamo, and that sort of business is entrenched in American mm. culture and even celebrated. Yeah. So I don't see it as just being the fact that there's a lot of guns. I think there's a culture over there that needs to be taken care of mm. before you think about just removing the guns. Mm. But that said, we're not endorsing more guns, which was the other side of the fence. Oh. I think there's a neutral ground where there has to be some sort of education process to sort of change people's, I don't know, understanding. government intervention. Exactly, Mm. exactly. Started at the schools. And I think that's an area where the Australian government really has shown a bit of foresight. Well, exactly, but you'll remember those ads on the TV a few years ago. Australia was a country formed in peace, not in anger, Emily. Mm. We don't have the same culture. We're not an angry country, it's true. But that said... And yet we've experienced massacres. We have, exactly, which is, of course, the The fact that where there's a will, there's a way. And if people... It's more of a behavioural thing than just an accessibility to the arms. But I don't think we should get any further into the massacre. It's just raised some interesting points this week and reignited a debate that perhaps... Should it tends to come up every ago. now and again, though. And, and then, then it's dismissed. Dismissed. People stop talking Once about Once we it. forget about the massacre, we forget about the guns, and that will no doubt happen again. Mm. But there needs to be some sort of education process. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Let's move on to lighter issues. Richard Gere. Oh. Another man light on his feet. <laughs> we had Kevin Rudd. You remember him in Chicago? He was very quick oh, on his feet. Oh, he was good on his... Did you see him tap dancing? I did. Mm-hmm. Was it him? I don't know. No, we don't know. We never saw his head and his feet at the same time. Mm. But he was in Shall We Dance as well. Oh, he was too. And Pretty Woman Girls. We know Pretty Woman. Mm -hmm. So, yep, he has, you know, He's proven himself to be a bit of a Casanova. Yeah, well, he paid for it in that one, didn't he? Well, he did. That's less charming and more (laughs) checkbook, really. But in Shall We Dance... Hey, I'm sure there was dancing involved. I haven't seen it because it didn't really interest me as a film. It had Jennifer Lopez in it. Well, that may have been <laughs> one of the reasons I think you've spotted it. I think you hit the <laughs> nail on the head. But basically in Shall We Dance, I think there was dancing involved. And recently he reenacted a scene from that movie. Now he did it at, well, it was a rally, an anti-AIDS rally. Funny time to be reenacting a scene I know, from the Shall problem with it was... He was with a a very 
Well, a young, attractive Bollywood star in front of a Hindu audience. Yeah. None of them spoke English, or very few, most of them Hindi, obviously, as would be the case. So Richard obviously thought that his actions would speak louder than words. Mm, but definitely out of his cultural depth. Definitely. I think of that one. Definitely, but chose rather than to speak, just to, as we've said earlier, trip the light fantastic. And in the scene that he was reenacting, there was a bit of kissing. A bit. A little bit. There what was a, kind of kiss do you think it was? It was I pecs. To, I have read it, it was, was pecs on the really? cheeks. It oh. was. But it was a lot of pecs on the cheek is my understanding of it. One repeated pecs on the cheeks. And this is where things went pear-shaped, Emily. Mm. People in the crowd didn't like it. No. Started off yelling protest. Mm. By the next day, burning effigies of Richard Gere in the streets. It's a big leap. It is in a big leap. In one day, it's a big leap. <laughs> now, Richard has apologised. Yeah, what's, what's been Only to the girl, though. He's only apologised to her. Well, should he apologise to anyone else? Sorry that he put her in that situation. She's apologised on his behalf. But mm. does there, is there an apology that needs to be made? Well, I don't know. I mean, there was obviously a cultural sensitivity that Richard was unaware of. Mm. Should he have been aware of it? Absolutely. You go yes. to another country. So you're saying, yes, apologise, Richard Gere. I'm saying if you go to another country, you need to be when aware Rome, of their cultural don't values. Don't kiss the line. Romans. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. But then again, he he was do, it was an anti-AIDS rally. He was doing good. He mm. was there to raise the awareness. But the problem is he hasn't raised awareness of AIDS now. He's well, it's been in every paper. Yeah, but no one cares about the AIDS benefit now. You they didn't care even about know it was that an AIDS benefit, did you? No, I didn't. No, actually. you had no That's idea. News to me. So Richard Gear kissing. You looked at the picture and the caption underneath. Well, you know, was... I got caught up in the burning effigy and not so much in the. Well, but the that AIDS is a big leap. I worry about that as well. I mean, this was a group of people who were at an anti-AIDS rally. My general understanding of people who are at anti-AIDS rallies is that they're a nice, well-wishing. Sort oh, of you're community minded. Community minded is a good way to put it. Mm. Not someone who would burn an effigy of, well, let's one of Hollywood's nice guys, generally thought. Mm. And one of in, Bollywood's nice girls. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It was a modesty issue, and mm. Richard crossed the line, evidently. Now, but, look, it's, it's a cultural problem. Mm. And um, it's speaking of celebrities finding themselves in unexpected cultural situations, I've got to say. Madge. Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. I'm concerned with the latest trend of Hollywood actresses and actors mm. going into another country and cherry picking, cherry their, picking. their favourite orphan and cherry taking it picking. home as a souvenir. She was back for more this week. Mm. Every child in that village hid. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm in... concerned that it's a, a trend that's being encouraged. Mm. I know. She went back to that village. Where are all the children? She's like oh. the Pied Piper now. She's got to get out a little flute to get them to follow her. And what happened to her when she went to the village? Well, she was back in Chlamydia this week to get another child. Actually, she wasn't there getting another child. Sorry, I, Namibia was what I meant. Oh, if you haven't been keeping up, well. But she was back over there with the child she adopted. David, is it? David? Don't know. Well, it's something like that. It's, she was over there taking him back to the orphanage where he lived. I think it was a visiting. I think it was a visit for him. Right. So he was just visiting old friends. I don't know how good that would be, though. To go back, yeah. I think if you're adopted from a, a country that's clearly in crisis, mm. you're not really going to want to go back, are you? Well, the other thing is... I mean, I think they're living in fairly appalling conditions. Well, my problem is it rubs their nose in it a little bit, doesn't it? The other kids. Yeah. 
the kids who were not Annie he's in that with situation. The, exactly. Mm. He has really hit the jackpot he's, he's adoption He's with Daddy wise. Warbucks. Exactly. And the other kids are off still with Miss Hannigan, aren't they? Yeah, he's got the queen of pop he's going home to. Although I do love when he initially, when she initially adopted him, she painted his room with African motif. Well, that'd make him that feel was, at home, wouldn't it? did make him feel at home. He's lived in an orphanage for, with 400 other children, <laughs> probably having one meal a day and scavenging for, you know, cockroaches on the ground to eat for snack food. I don't know how they... what the but And then he's gone to home in London in a mansion... With lords. With a, and I quote, motorised electric car that he could drive around with a couple of giraffes painted on his wall. I don't think she thought that through, but <laughs> she didn't. while she was over in, where were, is it, Malawi, Malawi or Namibia? One of them. Ange and her are in two different countries, which mm. I think is best. Well, I've got a feeling Madge is in Malawi. She was over there visiting the orphanage, eyeing off an ex-purchase, and evidently the media who were following her, as they always do, got stoned. Stoned. Rocks thrown at them. Mm. Rocks thrown at them. Not stoned in the other way, which we don't encourage. <laughs> it's a problem, and I think it's a publicity stunt. Do you? I, I'm going to put it out there that it's a publicity. Why? Well, Ange and Brad are doing it. Why shouldn't Madonna do it? Well, who else is doing it? Well, that's enough. They're the, so, big, they're the big wigs. They are the big wigs at the moment, though. Look, Tom and Nicole adopted kids. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I've always Isabella wondered about Connor? that. Yeah, they adopted. are a different colour, but I never they thought that fact, through. <laughs> they are, in fact, adopted. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. They I must just have started a trend, be, though. I don't want it to be a trend. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I understand. And that. do you know what? In Australia, the adoption laws are so tight. I don't think it would be acceptable here to go to another country and pick a child. But You'd but, have a hell of a time getting it through customs. Have you seen those ads? But, well, <laughs> I don't think she had it in a handbag. <laughs> I think people knew about it. I don't think it was a big grub she had to declare on the way through. However, Madonna has come out and said she didn't jump the queue when she was adopting David. Mm. But, you know, this last issue, taking him back to the orphanage, you've got to wonder about mm. that. Mm. You've got to wonder about Hmm... Now, into TV, there is something that you have noted. Something's on the way out, Emily. Something's on the way in. What is it? That. The Biggest Losers going. Biggest Losers off. And Big, big Brother's, brothers coming in. Back. It's all That's big. As long as it's big, Channel 10 is happy. I think this year on Big Brother, you can win a place in the house if you eat Starburst. Really? Yep, definitely. I've seen those Have you ads. been eating your Starburst? I haven't. I could think of nothing worse <laughs> than to be on that show. No. To no, be at Gretel Colleen's beckoned call, <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. So you're not excited about Big Brother being? No, there. not excited. Why not? I don't want to. But get this year, what Big Brother promises, Big Brother delivers. Haven't you seen the ads? Well, is he following the mindset of our? He's making the house <laughs> more interesting place to be. Mm. I don't know what. I don't that know means. how they're going to do that. I don't know. It's fairly. Bu- you know what I think would make it a more interesting place to be? What's that? Different color on the walls. <laughs> that was a very boring house last year. Very boring. Wouldn't take much to improve on that. A little bit more turkey well. slapping, and I think people will vote with their remotes. Well, let's see if he delivers code. We'll so, biggest see. loser will be off, and you're upset about that. I am upset about that. I'm a big fan of Shannon and Michelle. You like Shannon, I don't do. you? You I do, do like, like a bit Shannon. of Shannon. <laughs> I think he's fabulous. Why? Because he's hot. Yeah, but you, I was actually thinking that it'd be harder work to get that out of you. <laughs> Michelle was at the show, actually. We, we were at the show We on, did go to the Thursday. Easter show. It was amazing. And Michelle was there the same day as us. She was walking around the show, and this was put on television that night, broadcast on The Biggest Loser, walking around the show, taking food off 
well, fat people, and telling them to eat something healthier. I wish you'd taken food off me that day. Why? Dia ate a lot. I ate food a lot Food is as well. abundant at the Easter show. It isn't is. It? It's dear. But oh, it's but abundant. It's, it's abundant. And boy, howdy, is it good. <laughs> you can get cheese on a stick at the Easter show and don't give it a second thought. <laughs> and it is. It's cheese on a stick, is, deep fried. And it's, it's advertised as cheese, cheese on a stick. Cheese on a stick. No, no there's yeah, no. no. Yeah, don't worry about that, you know, the false advertising. No one's flogging cheese that as anything other than just what it is. But Michelle was there she snatching would, food out of people's hands. She would not have encouraged cheese on a stick, I don't imagine. She wasn't. No. But I, I had trouble finding healthy food at the show. I wasn't no, looking. No. But I don't think there would have and been for much. There was corn on a stick. The real Australia, see yeah. the real Australia. Meat pie. We're from a rural Beer. area. We know that, that there are fruit growers this and is grain pie. growers, and yeah, I know. But a lot of our produce is healthy produce, and there wasn't a lot of that at the. Well, there I, was a lot of it, but you couldn't touch it because it was in displays. You take one apple, and the whole <laughs> the thing whole thing had fallen apart. coming down. Yeah, so that yeah, that was a shame. More healthy food at the show. I More healthy food at the show. Mm. Keep so Michelle happy. Keep Michelle happy. It's well, she's off work. now. Who cares? It's Biggest losers on the way out. Who's going to win it? I'm not even watching it anymore. Oh, I'm a big. What's fan. it down to? Well, there's going to be four left. Yep. Patty. Patty. Manalita. Manalita. Marty and someone else. That is an unfortunate name for a lady, Manalita. Manalita. Mr. and Mrs. Chris is still on there. Oh, Chris. Yeah. I don't know which one He's done is. well. He came late. Oh, he's, I, he's I a, know. He's him. a big loser he on that one. He's a big loser. Manalita's parents, if they're still with us, if not, may they rest in peace. If you're still here, Manalita's parents, give yourselves an uppercut. What were you thinking? Too much wolf blast for you, I think. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps up the news that of the week. Wrap up the but week. what's coming up next week? What are we week? looking forward to? Is there anything, to? Com- any movies on the way out that you want to see? I really want to see Miss Potter. Miss Potter. I'm a big fan of it's Pride been out and Prejudice for a while, though. and Becoming Jane. And becoming yeah, Jane. Gotta try 300 I'm going to get to. The chick flicks. Oh, no. 300. Well, we're not going to a movie together this week. Looks weekend, interesting. No, it looks gory. Yeah, my problem with it, though, as someone who's studied history, mm. got a feeling, don't want to push the point, I'm sure they've done their historical research, got a feeling the Spartans wore more in a battle situation. <laughs> got a feeling it wasn't abs out when no. the Spartans <laughs> went into battle. No, think safety first. Think safety first. But nonetheless, give that a look. Yeah. 300, Becoming Jane... Miss Potter, three very different movies, and what are you doing on the weekend? Australian Fitness Expo, Convention Centre, Darling Harbour. Come down, have a look. Everyone will be there, maybe even Shannon. Shannon. Oh, oh you know what else? What? Relay for Life. Relay for Life. At the Village Green at the University of New South Wales. Oh, it's going to be big. That, that yeah. is a good cause. Yeah. It runs all night, doesn't it? It does. All it 24 at, hours? It's 24 hours. It finishes at like 10. It's a big 10. walk, but you don't, ha- you don't walk for 24 no, hours. No, you join a team. You join a team. You, you do it in shifts. It's a good Sign cause. Sign up on the day. It's an awesome cause. Definitely. Good. Do it. Sign up on the day. Or now. Or now. Re- Online, Google Relay for yeah, Life. Google You'll it. find it. It's, right. it's easy to find. Have a good week, Have guys. We'll see week. you next time. Bye-bye.